0: Care for changing lives. Learning about Hospice Quinty on 91X. I'm Paul from Hospice Quinty. Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz said it best, there's no place like home. And For most of us, home is where we want to be. It's where our creature comforts are, it's where we feel most contented and happy, and it's where our family and friends come to visit. It's natural, then, that some people with terminal illnesses want to spend their last days and moments at home. It's a familiar environment where friends and family can visit be a preferable option for many than dying in hospital or long-term care facility instead. But only 16 to 30 percent of Canadians who are facing a terminal diagnosis currently have access to or receive dedicated hospice, palliative and end-of-life care services, depending on where they live across the country. Almost 70 percent of Canadian deaths occur in a hospital. Yet a 2014 survey revealed that for those Canadians that do have a preference, 75 percent would prefer instead to die in their home. That number is even higher amongst all seniors, with 93% of Canadian seniors still living at home, wanting to stay there as long as possible. For those facing a terminal illness and for those caring for them, it is important to explore all the options and understand all the benefits and challenges of a death in the home. Let's be clear about how much work it is to care for the terminally ill loved one. Family and informal caregivers providing hospice palliative care at home are usually undertaking a wider range of tasks in an environment where they typically have less support from professional caregivers. Tasks assigned to family and informal caregivers may include psychological, social, and spiritual care, personal care, medical care, including the administration of medications and injections, homemaking services, and also advocacy and care coordination. Statistics show that it takes an average of 54 hours per week to care for a dying family member. For some, having a death happen at home is a beautiful experience. For others, though, it is not. Ultimately, where a death occurs is up to the patient and their family. It's recommended, however, to keep the decision flexible to change as time goes on. This will minimize a feeling of guilt if the setting has to change as the situation also changes. It can be helpful to say that you will care for a dying loved one at home for as long as you can instead of promising that they will die at home. A home death may not be ideal in all circumstances. might not be the best option for your family if the caregivers are spending more time caring for the loved one than they are making memories with them in their final days. If a caregiver is frail or has their own health issues, a home death might not be best if it's compromising the health of that caregiver. It's important that this time of life be as easy as it can for the caregiver and also the person who is at the end of their life. In order for that to happen, it may involve a facility that can offer palliative care so that all family members can be cared for during this time. Some caregivers also find a sense of purpose in caring for a loved one at home at the end of life. If the caregivers and their loved one decide that a home death is best, there's some things to consider and also difficult questions to answer. Caregivers and family will need the resources to prepare for a home death. This includes their time and physical and emotional ability to do the tasks necessary to care for their dying loved one. Families also need to take a look at their home itself. Is there a main floor, bedroom, and bathroom? Is there a room for the medical equipment that will be required? Is the family comfortable with having health care providers come into the home? Do the caregivers have the tools to provide comfort to their loved one as they experience pain or even trouble breathing? Families should come together and make sure they're able to understand and undertake all that is required for a home death. Having a death at home may change the way a family feels about the home itself. There's several ways to approach healing after a death in the home. Many find it helpful to move out all the medical equipment. This returns that space of your home back to the familiar and so-called informal normal of your lifestyle. It can also be beneficial to put up pictures of your loved one from before they were ill to remind you of the memories you made and are still thankful for. Another option is to repurpose that room if it's too hard to go back to how it was. This will create a sense of a new normal and make new memories in that same space. Whether you choose a home or a hospital death, Hospice Quinty's volunteer visiting hospice program can help volunteers will visit with a palliative patient and provide respite to caregivers so they can attend to their own needs our volunteers can provide up to four hours of service each week to be scheduled as needed they provide social emotional and practical support to the patient and their family friends and caregivers visits can be made in homes hospitals long-term care facilities and retirement residences and our services help people who are ill to live with the remaining time in comfort and dignity call our office or visit our website to find out more Learn more by visiting hospicequinty.ca and listen for new information each week at this time on Alternative Radio 91X.